Hello everybody and welcome to today's daily devotional. It was my birthday a few days ago and I had a lovely afternoon tea with my family. My children were there and all my grandchildren. And as I was sitting at the table and we were having drinks and cake, I felt happy, I felt pleased, I felt fulfilled in that aspect of my life anyway. And I felt like to have unity in your family is so precious. And I started thinking upon this unity, this being with. And we, everyone desires to have union with. We look for it in our friendship. We look for it in our marriage. We look for it in our families. We look for it in our communities, this union with, this unity. We look for it, for it in sexual intimacy. We look for it in the recognition of our gifts in our everyday life. We look, look for it in success, in admiration and rewards, in um, like this unity, this unifying, this being with, this belonging, this communion. Because communion means union with. And God desires this too. He states in Psalm 133 verse 1, How very good and pleasant it is when kindred live together in unity, when brethren live together in unity. It is like the precious oil on the head running down upon the beard, on the beard of Aaron, running down over the collar of his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord ordained his blessing, life forevermore. So this pleasant goodness of kindred together, of this unity, of this communion of brethren together, of people together, is a blessing. And it's like the blessing of the holy oils, the anointing of oils poured down upon very much in the Old Testament. But we do it even now in church today where we bless people with holy oils at particular points in their life, in their spiritual life. And it's also like it says the dew of Hermon on the mountains because the dew falls or the rain that falls is water which is life-giving and it's a blessing from God and it's life forevermore then it made me think what about the holy communion of God and man unity between God and man you know we truly seek after this we're restless you know, we're restless in our everyday human life and unity with people where we're restless the same in the spirit of us with God. We only are fulfilled when we find this communion, this holy communion. You know, it says in Ecclesiastes verse, chapter 3, verse 11. He has made everything suitable for its time. Moreover, he has put a sense of past and future into their minds, yet they cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. 
Let me state it this way in another translation on the New International Version and I understand it better when it's said this way. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has set eternity in the hearts of men. Yet they cannot fathom what God has done from beginning to end. God has set himself, his eternal life, his eternity into our hearts. There's a hole in our heart that only he can fill. That only this holy communion of God and man can fulfill our life. That's why Jesus was sent by the Father. Because God desired this holy communion of himself and us he wanted us to be in relationship with him he desired us to know him saint augustine states our hearts are restless till they rest in thee that's what he found out and it is so true our whole life will be restless unless we find the rest by our relationship with our god because Relationship with people is very difficult. It just is. We're human. We're frail. We make, we, we make wrong choices. They make wrong choices. And often there's a lack of forgiveness. But can God showed us what to do. God showed us by he sent his son. He made the effort to come and make this union again, this communion. And then in the effort, what did he do? What did his son do on the cross? Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. If we're ever going to have unity with our fellow men, we need to forgive them. If we're ever going to have unity with our God, we need to forgive our God because often we blame God for life, for stuff, for choices. Often it's our choice that's caused the problem. It's just circumstances of other people's wrong choices that have caused the problems in the world. But we blame God. Lord, we prayed to you and you're at fault because you didn't answer my prayer. God gives us free choice. He said, you know, the world will have problems. The world does have the evil one in it. But I have overcome the world and I am victorious. God does answer our prayers and our problems. He has shown us how this holy communion is so important and it is the only thing that will fulfill us. It is vital for life. If we don't get it or seek after it, our hearts grow cold. I don't want to judge people, but I can think of people in the world, leaders of governments, leaders of, you know, the starting of wars, their hearts have grown cold because they no longer want to have unity with their fellow man, but definitely not unity with God. Because you can't have one without the other or with the other or working on it. You know, in our spiritual life, the Holy Spirit spurs us on with this holy communion. He reminds us, have you forgotten? God's there. He, does, he wants to know you. He desires to have a relationship with you. You know, people often ask Bruce, more Bruce than myself, but when are you going to retire? And he said, I can't retire. God's got more for me. 
I'm not fulfilled yet in what God has asked me to do, but also what God desires for me to have with him. This holy communion spurs him on. He's not retiring, he's refiring because the Holy Spirit refires him, re-energizes him, points to him and says, you haven't completed everything yet, keep going. This forgiveness is so important though. It's so important to have this communion. You know, Bruce and I have been married for over 40 years and we wouldn't have this union between us if we didn't have forgiveness as part of the package, of part of what you do every day. It is what causes us to be more unified, to forgive each other. God asks us to love. God asks us to have holy communion with himself and with our fellow man. It is precious and it is important. And this love of God spurs us on. His love. He first loved us. We just respond. So let us respond to this communion that God desires for us. And we're going to say a prayer from the Come Holy Spirit Brown Book on page 24. And it's prayer for the indwelling of the Holy Spirit from St. Augustine himself. Name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, powerful counsellor, sacred bond of the Father and the Son, hope of the afflicted, descend into my heart and establish in it your loving domain, your loving dominion. Enkindle in my tepid soul the fire of your love so that I may be wholly subject to you. We believe that when you dwell in us, you also prepare a dwelling for the Father and the Son. Deign therefore to come to me, counsellor of abandoned souls and protector of the needy. Help the afflicted, strengthen the weak and support the wavering. Come and purify me. Let no evil desire take possession of me. You love the humble and resist the proud. Come to me, glory of the living and hope of the dying. Lead me by your grace that I may always be pleasing to you. And I ask all of this in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Wow. To ask the Holy Spirit to dwell within us so you would have greater unity, greater communion with our God. What more could you ask for? Have a blessed day and I'll see you tomorrow.